Good morning, guys. Welcome to another day. Welcome to another chance. And uh, we thank God we get another shot at this thing called life. We are pursuing God. We are being conformed by God. We are uh, doing this uh, day by day. Uh, the practices will be the same. The training should be the same. The outcomes will be slightly different. Uh, again, we are pursuing God one-on-one. -on -one. And so even though we read the same Bible study verses, uh, he will have different things for us. But uh, the similarities are that we are both pursuing God. We are both doing our Bible study. We are both praying. We are both worshiping. And so that training is similar uh, or the same, I should say. Uh, but the one-on-one -on -one lessons, the things that we are learning, uh, those will be slightly different. It is a one-on-one -on -one relationship with God, and He is bringing you along. Um, he might be working on something specific in your world and something uh, slightly different in my world. Uh, but nevertheless, that training will be similar and uh, will be guiding, being guided along that same path, which is Jesus. Um, he is the only way. Uh, so for this morning's Bible study, it's Exodus 20 and 21, Psalm 45. And uh, we pursue him through his word. We are being, con being conformed by him. And uh, we pursue him through the reading of his word. Uh, we do not do this separate, but with him. Uh, he is at work in us as we pursue him as well. And then we move into prayer. And then we move into worship. So hit pause here. Get after that Bible study. The workout this morning. Sit-ups. Russian twists. T push-ups and for cardio, uh, running or walking based on where you're at. Uh, we are based on uh, we are pursuing consistency first, and then uh, quantity later. Uh, so be consistent. Uh, the challenge for this week: if you have not taken the men's assessment, or if you haven't done it uh, recently, let's say the last six months, it's time to take it again. Uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one assessment, just considering each aspect and how we. Uh, believe we are showing up before God in those areas. Uh, this is more uh, his assessment of us. Um, we're trying to really grade ourselves based on our, our understanding of what he expects of us, uh, but then send that into us. Uh, obviously, we want to support you guys. Um, you should have your top three um, areas that you want to work on, and uh, hopefully those align with the goals that you've already set for this year. Um. I just want to encourage you guys, the ones that haven't joined the Christian Life Gym, to go ahead and join the Christian Life Gym. Uh, it's five bucks a month. Uh, the value of it, obviously, we put a, a lot out through this podcast. We've got uh, a few free assessments on the website. We'll continue to build those out. But it really is the guys, uh, the guys that are in there already and the guys that will be joining uh, helping call each other forward, helping challenge each other, but also help uh, with some hints, keys, tips on how to uh, adopt this new uh, training. I uh, did want to just drop in a quick reminder. Today is Valentine's Day. So for those that use this day as another opportunity to love your wife, um, please make sure to do that. Do it well. Um, I did see somebody posted uh, on uh, X that... Uh, uh, it is still cheaper to celebrate Valentine's Day than to uh, go through a divorce. So uh, use these opportunities, these little windows uh, to be able to show her. Now, that does not mean you need to participate in Valentine's Day. It does not. 
but Valentine's Day could be the reminder. And so maybe uh, maybe tomorrow you do something for her. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to do something today. But just a quick reminder on that. As we jump into the topic, we continue talking about leadership. And uh, today we're talking about being the example. We look at ourselves, we look at the training that we've received, and we reflect on what God is calling us to, how we are supposed to live, and we are not there yet. We have not arrived, and so there's still work to be done, and so I'm going to just kind of go through a few, a series of uh, comments, questions, Um, A lot of questions, (laughs) but uh, we're just looking at how well we reflect Jesus. And when we're talking about leading, we want to reflect him well first, uh, because if we're not doing that hard work, uh, then we're sending conflicting messages. We'll tell our family, our friends, that Jesus is the way, but when they look at how we live we are not living as if he is the way. And so we need to become that reflection before we really put a lot of words out there. So there's a lot of work to be done. So let me ask this. What training have you received in this Christian life? How have you been brought up in it? And how well do you reflect Jesus? Was your father a good example of Jesus? Was he a good reflection? Or was he more of a worldly reflection? What about your uncles? What would you say of them? Were they good reflections? Did they provide good training in how to follow Jesus? Or were they worldly? Did they provide you more training in the worldly things than they did in the pursuit of Jesus, in becoming the Christian man? I would venture to say, more than likely, you have received mostly worldly training to date. There are a few families out there that have been providing good, solid training to young men, um, but those are pretty rare, and usually uh, they don't um, write books on the training up of young men. They might focus on one aspect or another aspect. But uh, as far as training men in the way of the Christian life, uh, there's not a lot out there. That's part of why we created the Christian Life Gym. We needed it. I still need it. But we also wanted to have um, an avenue to really allow men to work this out. And so uh, part of that is uh, obviously abandoning the training that we've received and being geared up and being trained in the way of the Christian life. And so that is a part of uh, our focus. But uh, also we wanted to start to build uh, the programs. Um, So whether that's the books or study guides, uh, that'll actually allow you to become that man before God, but also help you guide others in the way. And so we we are working on that. And so um, we want to provide that training. But I need you to realize that the training that you have received to date is mostly worldly. And I would say probably four or five generations ago that it probably was less and less worldly and much more geared towards uh, training up in the Christian way. And so 
uh, I want you to be aware that uh, it's not necessarily your fault. But now you are aware that you have been trained up in this world. And so you are going to have to be the pivotal point where you abandon that training and you deep, dig deep and you get uh, that training in that Christian life. And so we ask these questions. What training have you had in the Christian life? Are you using your Bible? And when I say using your Bible, that doesn't mean picking it up once a week. Can you apply God's word to the struggle of another man in his life like Jesus did? And what are the outcomes of that? Are you following the way he wants you to live? How well do you reflect God's priorities, his principles, not just in public life, but in the life you live right there before your wife and kids? How well do you reflect him to them? How often do you pray? Are you growing in the frequency of your prayer, but also in the depth of your prayer? Are there still aspects to this Christian life that still don't make sense? As far as how it functions or how it works or how God works through it, do you still have pieces that you're still working out regarding this Christian life? I need you to understand that we need you to be that example. You have to become that man of God. This is our hope. This is the work that Jesus is doing in us individually by revealing to us the training that we have received, becoming aware that we've received poor training, and seeing that there is a better way to be trained up. And so... We want to cons- uh, we want to pursue that training. To do this, you must abandon the training the world has given you. You have to look at it all, everything, all the priorities that they said that uh, you should have. All of those go out the window, and then you must become the student of God's word and the way that He wants you to live. And you have to start applying it first to your life. You need to understand how to struggle through sin, how to apply God's word to the sin in your life and actually work through it to a place where you no longer struggle. You will not be able to abandon sin altogether. Um, That day will come, but you do need to understand how to deal with sin. And obviously there is a very real, um, there's earthly parameters that can be put. We usually refer to them as the guardrails, uh, but there's also uh, work that has to be done through confession, repentance, um, and uh, obviously you are dependent upon God for how all of that works, but he is at work and he's willing to engage with you, and so you have to be trained up in how to use this, how to apply God's word, how to become that Christian that reflection of Jesus. And so as a, as that two-step, I guess, is one, abandoning the training of the world, and two, becoming that student of God's word. You must know it and use it to the point that the outcomes are reliable. Now, that doesn't mean it's always going to go the way that you think it's going to go. But again, it should be a statistical difference in um, when we compare it to uh, what training we've previously received, but also 
um, different between uh, us and the world. And so you should be able to relatively, reliably uh, predict some of the outcomes. If you do X, Y will happen. And then a good example of that is when you look at your spiritual diet. If you are um, somebody that, you know, if somebody asked you that, hey, what's your spiritual diet? You might say, well, you know, I go to church every Sunday and I read my Bible from time to time. But you have to understand that that is not the uh, fullness of the diet that you are consuming. Those are the fruits and vegetables uh, that you might be consuming. Uh, But the rest of it, the TV that you watch, the music that you listen to, the friends that you talk to, uh, what you focus on and study, all of that is your spiritual diet. And so you need to be aware of um, the the depth of what this life has trained you up in, uh, because when you're trying to make these changes and recommending changes like uh, a cleaner spiritual diet, once you adopt that new way of life, statistically speaking, there should be a reliable outcome in the health of that individual, of your health, if you're the one making the change. And so I want you to understand that God's word was designed for us to use and to be used along with uh, our engagement with him. And so he is at work through it, but also um, he is giving us the structure, the ability to actually apply this to our lives. And then when you get to the place of actually getting uh, a good grasp of how to live this Christian life, you must train others up in the way that they can follow. And so you must bring them along. That doesn't mean you have to wait till you have really arrived at that teacher level, but uh, you need to be a good few steps in front of your family, in front of your kids. They must be seeing the changes uh, so that they can see why they should follow because they will want to be more and more like you. But you've got to bring them in, uh, along in a way that makes sense to them. And so you have to understand uh, the material, as we'll call it, well enough that you can break it down into smaller chunks, smaller pieces, easier to digest for uh, the young men and women that are following you. And you must break it down and bring them along. So it's not just to give them the information. It's also to give them the information as well as uh, the training to be able to actually apply that information. And so when you're talking to them about Bible study, you want to be able to give them the information about why we do the Bible study and how to do it. But you also want to break it down into a manageable uh, amount so that they can actually put those things into practice and then guide them as they struggle with it. Uh, Again, uh, the struggle aspect of it will always be there. It's a part of um, the relationship with God. He wants us to see how dependent we are on him. And so he wants us coming back to him. Now, it wasn't originally created to be a struggle, but it was originally created to be a deep relationship that was dependent upon him. And we see that in the garden. But we're not doing a very good job of training each other up in it. And so we need you to be a part of that example. We need you to be a part of that brotherhood in the Christian life, Jim, helping us build this. All right, you guys, I'm a little over time. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys sharing this podcast. Let's get out there and make the most of it. Have a great day.